You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. So, here you are. Too foreign for home, too foreign for here. Never enough for both. Ijuoma Umebinyo, Diaspora Blues. What makes you smile? And adds a spring to your step. What does it mean to belong? And how do we build a home away from home? Diaspora Blues is a show that contemplates what is and what could be. Join Busto and Bigwa every Monday at 2.30 on 3CR Community Radio. Produced by Yan. Welcome to Diaspora Blues on 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am. Before we start, we just want to acknowledge that this show is presented on the sovereign lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present and becoming, as well as the owners of the land you are hearing us from. We hope you had an amazing week. Um, We hope you had a restful weekend. I know I did. I caught up on a lot of Netflix, a lot of reading. There's a book that I just read that I've been recommending to everyone and anyone, and it's called Queenie. It's a book based on a black British, young black British woman, sorry, who is, yeah, just going through it, and it's very relatable. So we have another amazing show this week, series Meerkat did an excellent interview. So series Meerkat spoke to... Martin Mashuru about anime and gaming as well as the dark side of gaming and things that the industry can do to address some of the problems. But before we listen to that interview, we're going to listen to a song by Thelma Plume. Thelma Plume, I have become a huge fan of. So has Lauren Ball from Tuesday Breakfast. So Lauren, this song is for you. It's called Don't Let a Good Girl Down. It's kind of icky The depths that you go To bring a good girl To bring a good girl down Just cause you're icky Don't mean it's a down To bring a good girl To bring a good girl down It's kind of icky you at the time 
that was Thelma Plume with Don't Let a Good Girl Down. Hello, hello. Welcome to another week of Diaspora Blues on 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM. I am Sirius Me This week we're talking about things that bring us joy, things that put a smile on our faces. The next guest today is very special to me and I'm very excited to introduce them. He's currently studying computer and software systems engineering and has previously played on a number of teams esports competitions for the video game Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. His favorite pastime right now is learning about cryptocurrencies and how they work. And little known fact about this guy is he's modeled for his friend's clothing line. Welcome to the show, Martin Mashuro. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Like, we're really doing this. <laughs> it's like actually happening. Oh, it's dope. I love it. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I've always wanted to have you as a guest on my show, and you probably have been. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've always, I've always wanted to be on it. This is the first time, so it's so good. Oh, no, it's so good. Thanks so much for coming in. And I'm very that's excited right. about what we're actually talking about today. I think it's something that's very close to both our hearts. <laughs> we're exactly, talking about, <laughs> right? We're talking about anime and gaming. Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, getting into it. What's your, what's your top three, man? Top three games. Let's start there, like right now. Um, okay, so if we're gonna go top three games of all time, um, yeah, well, first one, like, I have to put Halo on there. Uh, like, yeah, that's, of course. That one, like, <laughs> I, that's I'm pretty much I grew up with that, like, I lived with that, like, my whole life, and mm-hmm. it's the reason why I still buy an Xbox, to be honest. Oh um, my gosh, oh, that's <laughs> why it makes sense now, <laughs> exactly. But, um, yeah, like, I'm honestly really excited for um, Halo Infinite. Um, they dropped some news about it actually quite recently, oh, which is yeah. really cool. It looks so good. Um, it looks amazing. Mm, oh, my God. So, we yeah, can, we can have a Halo reminisce right now. Top, top, <laughs> the other top two, please. <laughs> okay. Um, other top two would have to be probably Rainbow Six Siege. Um, as, yeah, I, I love playing. I love playing competitively for that. That was, like, a really fun experience. And, um and can't, can't forget uh, Skyrim, Skyrim as well. Elder Skyrim, damn. So Skyrim mm. surprises me because I feel like you don't mention yeah. it as much, but you just play yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's like one of those games that like, it's not a multiplayer game, so you just kind of sink hours into it, you know, you just by yourself. Like it's, it's like a chill game, but at the same time, it's extremely exciting at the same time. So it's just, yeah, it's one of those games you can just sit back and like have like, I don't know, I guess like chill alone time. Hey, nice. <laughs> a good time. Yeah, that sounds good. So what is it, do you reckon, about these top three that kind of draws you to them for them to be, like, in your forevers? Um, I feel like they all do it for different reasons, which mm. is really cool. Um, so mainly for, like, Halo, it's just the, the idea of, um, you know, it's one of the few shooter games that I find that's still to this day really, like, is one of the most innovative, like, shooters um, mm. in the scene, like, I don't want to say like COD versus like Halo and stuff like that, but um, like I always just found it to be really interesting in the way they handled like combat and like vehicles and, you Mm. know, online multiplayer and the story as well was just like went hand in hand with it. You know, everyone knows the Master Chief, which is just crazy. Mm -hmm. And for those who might not be up with the lingo, can you explain like what maybe some of the different game types that you mentioned shooter? Yeah, so you have um, you have shooters like FPS, which is first-person shooters, um, and that would come under like Halo, 
Call of Duty, um, also Rainbow Six Siege, mm. um, and you know, Warzone is pretty popular, um, mm. which is Call of Duty Warzone. Um, that'd be a first-person shooter. And then you have games like Skyrim, which are RPGs, uh, which are role-playing games. And mm. that's like a whole other thing. You know, you have extremely different RPGs. You have like Japanese RPGs, which are called JRPGs. They're their own oh, genre yeah. because they're so different. Mm. Um, and then you just have, you know, your story ones and then just more focused on open world. And that's another reason why mm. I love Skyrim. Like it's it's one of those games where like you you essentially can like, be whoever you want like it's like a mm. how, long, how old is it now 10 years old and it's still oh like one of those games where like you feel like you can you're still uncovering things like you know i play it now and i'm like i've mm. never done it this way before you know and that's what i love about the game um, yeah that's so sick. It's just really amazing it's like a gift mm. that keeps on giving because you just have this Literally. one purchase and then you just can spend hours at a time in it learning new stuff and upgrading that's exactly right yeah that's yeah, yeah another reason why I'd, could never get enough of it <laughs> as as different as it is i feel like it's similar to kind of like michelle's experience with sims <laughs> exactly yeah like sims is something that you you can't really like it's never the one same one thing all the time you know mm, mm. like you create different characters different pathways yeah, yeah sims gets a lot of hate though but <laughs> exactly. it's a good game <laughs> it's a good game exactly so so how did you how did you become part of like the gaming community like how does that even happen um, to be honest, like uh, a lot of credit goes to you actually <laughs> when you bought <laughs> when you bought the the first Xbox, and I remember playing Halo Combat Evolved. Um, yeah, oh and then God. from there, yeah, sort of just like like springboarded, I guess. Like I just you know got into a lot more other games, and like I found it as like a really good way to like connect with other people, I guess. Like mm-hmm. especially like when you having friends over or like playing online. Yeah. Um. It's like a really good way to just like I guess set the vibe or like you know kind of relax and everything like that. So yeah, I was I just found that yeah it just interested me so much. Nah, um, that's dope. Oh yeah. man, yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember that, and yeah, that that makes that warms my heart absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about competitive gaming? How does that come about? Um, well, competitive gaming, I always um, I always like the idea of it, like a challenge, you know, like any game I play like I can, mm. I'm, I'm the type of person that like I, I don't like to play uneasy like even if mm. I'm playing uneasy like even if yeah. it's a good story I still want to like be challenged I guess you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um so yeah it, was, it sort of came from that um so when I played like Halo or, or Rainbow Six Siege it was just sort of like you know you want to like see how you stack up against these other people and I just, that's what I loved about it the most because, like, I'm mm. not super, super into sports, but, um, like, mm. I found video games another way to, like, be competitive, which is really cool. Yeah, and no, I, I, I feel like I first learned that, like, when you started playing Halo and Legendary, I was like, okay, this guy's serious, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, for, for all those who haven't caught on, we are siblings. <laughs> <laughs> just want to put yeah. that out there. Um <laughs> So if people wanted to get into something like competitive gaming, like where would you direct them? Because I, I hear there's a bit um, of money to be made. Yeah, no, definitely. Like it's crazy because uh, video gaming is, or competitive gaming at least, is one of the biggest industries like mm. in the world right now, actually. Mm. So I reckon like it's, it is pretty difficult to get in because it's not, um, it's not necessarily uh, super accessible 
I guess, for everyone because, you know, you don't have, like, clubs being advertised all the time. But mm. I, I reckon a good way to just get started is to just, if you have a group of friends that like to play the same game, like, mm. there's heaps of communities out there, whether on, like, Reddit or, or Discord, that are mm. always willing to, like, do um, what's called scrims. So okay. they're, they're practice competitive games. So mm-hmm. when you play, like, normal games like uh, Halo, um, when you play like online, the, there are different rule sets. So in a scrim, mm-hmm. it's like a genuine competitive practice game, uh, nice. which is really cool. So it sort of just gets you used to that. And then people say, oh, this guy's quite good. And yeah. then they start playing um, competitively, really. Mm. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Because right now I just saw Melbourne just built the biggest gaming uh, or esports gaming complex in the Southern Hemisphere just last year. Yeah, exactly. And- I think it was for the... Esports open, um, yeah. Esports open, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Fortress Melbourne. So I'm, I'm, I'll be checking that out. Hi, Hi. we're from Rainbow College, and you're listening to Free CR Community Radio on 8:55 a.m. So, what games are you looking forward to this year? I mean, what are you looking forward um, to? It looks good. In terms of games, um, this year there's not like a massive amount that I'm super interested in, except for mainly. Halo Infinite, which I think looks really cool. Mm. Um, that's supposed to come out sometime in November, I think, or yeah. I said fall. So hopefully soon. Um, and then, but there's also um, Starfield, which is made by the same people that made uh, Skyrim. So it's going to be like an RPG set in space, which is really cool. I, I love the idea of that. Yeah, so, maybe, maybe I'll play that because you know how I feel about open worlds, but maybe a space yeah. one might get me there. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Might be intriguing. But um yeah, mainly those two games and um mm. honestly, yeah, just those two ones and see what's up for like, you know, the new uh Rainbow Six, because that game constantly gets up updated. So it's been going for like six years now actually. Yeah. And people are still playing it. Mm. What's uh what is that one? I haven't heard that one before. So it's uh those yeah, it's Tom Clancy's, so it's essentially a five V five um similar to similar to like counter-strike um okay. where you have a bomb and you have a diffuser and you need to diffuse mm-hmm. a bomb and it's a very tactical type game um okay. that's why it's like it's a really really competitive game because you have heaps of call outs um you have you also have different operators that everyone can play as that oh, all wow. have different abilities um oh, right as so they all play different roles and trying to secure the objective and take out enemies so it's a really really like competitive complex game like probably one of the most like interesting games like shooters out there i'd say yeah um, which i really oh. like mm. yeah i should check it out it sounds cool mm. it's quite good it's quite yeah good. well it's 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 interesting like with um some of these new games that are coming out being quite controversial especially with these tactical military ones um mm. you know we've 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 had news of um you know say for example the u.s military recruiting through gaming so there's kind of like this more sinister side of gaming um yeah exactly <laughs> and it's like how do we kind of balance good games and still get you know give the people what they want that's right yeah it's kind of a hard hard like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place that one i guess because it's uh yeah like at the end of the day like we all I think the thing with shooter video games that are like hyper realistic is that people mm. use it as like a sort of an escape or like a scapegoat, I guess, instead of maybe mm. the real thing, you mm. know? Um, 
I sort of see it as that way um, because obviously it'd be way better to be you know shooting someone in a virtual game than in real life. Exactly you know? right. It's crazy. So. And and then there's people you know who kind of say there's there's maybe a link between video games and anger and violence. And what do you what do you say to that? Like, um, to be honest, I, I never really I could I could sort of understand that because a lot of people uh, get. get get angry with video games um mm. but i never saw it as a genuine like link or I never saw the video games as a cause that person's anger like maybe they just had some pent up aggression mm. maybe yeah um, like something else going on and yeah then, mm. exactly because games can get pretty frustrating i guess um mm. but i guess i never really saw it as like a, a cause of that frustration mm. Mm, I mean, yeah i feel you and mm. and do you play online much um yeah no definitely yeah uh, yeah i play online pretty often <laughs> yeah like I, I um i've been always weary to play online just because first of all i'm not that good <laughs> <laughs> and i do worry about some of the stuff that i hear on there like it's um like some of the, you know, the, the the abuse and racial abuse that happens on there. Like, have you ever experienced anything like that? Yeah, no, that definitely for sure. Like, it's it's sort of um, like it's sort of like un, like c- crazy to believe that I guess that people would like say some things online. Um, mm. But I guess when it comes down to it, like even though there are like a lot of negative situations, I think because the people, the, the fact that they're hiding behind a screen, you know, they can just mm. say uh, whatever they want with essentially zero consequence. Um, and it's sort of hard to get around because like at the same time, in a lot of those competitive video games, you need that communication um, mm. to like, if you want to play like at the highest level, you need that communication. But at the same time, people can essentially say whatever they want to say over a mic. Um which then obviously can be pretty hurtful. Exactly. Um, and what do you think about yeah. the ways that the, the platforms are handling it? Do you think like it's easy to like report if something's happened or like, you know? Some games definitely do it better than others. I yeah. know, um, oh, this has been around for a while, but like a game like League of Legends, um, which is a really popular competitive game, they essentially don't have a, um, they don't have an in-game mic for that exact reason oh, wow. um and they're really they're really strict with the way that they handle like toxicity in their video games mm. um it's really smart like i think a lot of games should do it they essentially if you report someone for being toxic or um bad mouthing someone they essentially mm. get paired up with other people who have been reported for the same thing <laughs> so <laughs> sorry i yeah, shouldn't laugh it's... but what <laughs> yeah that's exactly how it works um and it's the same yeah it's just, if you're essentially being toxic all the time though you just get put into a loop of you're just stuck Damn. in a pool they're probably shit players as well to be honest <laughs> um but yeah they're just like put into that loop and if you're they even do these um things called accommodations which i think is a really cool idea where if you're if you've been like a good player like had good communication or you're like supportive then mm. the game recognizes that Oh, nice. with other people um so it essentially does the opposite for the toxic oh, which snap. i think is a really good way to handle it um, yeah yeah mm. i i feel like it's good for the people that you know are exhibiting good behavior but i i, I wonder about these people that are just now being piled together with all these other negative people and you know exactly it's kind of, yeah yeah right it's kind of like with the with the 
algorithms on Facebook and stuff, right? Like you like something. Like an echo chamber. Yeah, and you have an echo chamber. Mm. So hmm, I guess at least they're making some ways because I, I remember when like say Gamergate happened, that was a while back. There was a lot of like I people really upset that, you know, they they just didn't do any anything anything and they just kind of let this person be abused exactly yeah but at the end of the day like you play the game because you like it like you don't Mm. like you can always um i guess it's sort of controversial you know you can always mute people like sort of Mm. just never go into that space like if you don't want to experience that part of the game but it does Mm. sort of take away from it at the same time um so it's it's a really hard Mm. thing to get around yeah like you can't because people people in game like also just like grief like they just like team kill you or they just make it like impossible oh for you to gosh. win. So yeah, it's the right. same thing there. Mm. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's like a whole other thing that needs to be looked into as we have more online exactly. gaming. Because right now everyone's in, well, most of the world is in ISO or lockdown. It's like more people have been exactly. gaming now more than ever. That's so true. Yeah, wow. So, so yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. I was going <laughs> to. Well, I was going to say, like, as that's as much as all that's going on, right, with people now being online more and playing games, there's other things that people are doing as well, which is watching TV shows and anime yeah. specifically. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's another Streaming way to. is like boomed. <laughs> Right, another way to escape, like you were saying, just like being a whole other world. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, what are you watching at the moment? Um, at the moment, I'm just been watching uh Vinland Saga, which is a new one that came out uh about a year ago, so it's a bit old, not too old. Um, which is quite really quite good, actually. Like, it's about like these Viking heroes, um, mm. his father, uh, he's trying to avenge his father, and he just essentially like sort of like a coming of age of him mm. trying to like avenge his father in this Viking age type world, which is really cool. Hey. Um, and also um, a fam- a pretty popular one, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I've finally started getting into that. Yeah. Um, which is a really cool one. It's like a sort of like a shonen anime, sort of like to, it's a pretty unique, but yeah, it, it's quite mm. good. I like that. Mm. Mm. Nice. Nice. And the yeah. other one? Um, other one I haven't. Oh, I think it's just been those two, those at, the two at the moment. Um, I really want to get back into Attack on Titan. Um, oh yeah, because people are saying that's like amazing right now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely my top three, and I haven't even finished it. Mm. Like the first three seasons were amazing. Exactly. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Apparently, I'm like trying to avoid spoilers. <laughs> to be honest, actually. Oh my gosh. And so for those who might not be up with the lingo, what's um what's a shonen anime? So a shonen anime would be considered essentially like a an anime that involves a lot of fighting, I'd say. Mm. Um it's very action orientated. Um okay. so you have like that's your popular ones would be like Naruto, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z. Um, they're all definitely like shonen anime. And my last but, um, question, because we've been talking about this cosplay party that's supposedly going to happen somewhere in the future. Like, honestly, okay. like listeners, if you want to see this cosplay party happen, let us know. Um, exactly. If you were going to come to this, Martin, who would you cosplay as? See, I've, I've actually been thinking about this for a while. 
Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> if those like honestly, if there's one character I'd cosplay as right now, it's probably um Miles Morales as Spider Man mm. from Spider Man to into the Spider Verse. Um, I just I loved his outfit. Like it was just like like it was just like the best. Honestly, like he had the high tops. He had like the yeah. the red and black suit. And it was just so cool. Like, I loved it so much. Oh, snap. You pulled that off real nice. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, that's all we have time for. This has been such an awesome conversation. Thanks so much for coming. Yeah, no, it's no worries. I really enjoyed it. That awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was such a great interview. Thank you so much, Sirius Meerkat. Sirius Meerkat spoke with Martin Mashiro about anime and gaming as well as the dark sides of that industry it is the end of our show this week if you'd like to get in contact with us you can uh, we're on instagram at 3cr.diasporablues or you can listen to this episode and all other episodes of diaspora blues on our website at 3cr.org.au slash diaspora blues up next is Paul Factor with Urban Voices. And to get us in that mood, let's hear a track by Missy Elliott called Get Your Freak On. Headbanger. Y'all can't stop me now, listen to me now I'm lasting 20 rounds, and if you want me Then come on get me now, is you with me now? Then biggie biggie bounce, I know you dig the way I switch my style Holla, holla, people sing around Now people gather around, now people jump around
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.